My hope with today's episode is that you will walk away realizing how important it is to have boundaries in your life. And you'll actually walk away with a plan to implement them into your life. Hello, hello. Welcome to another Backstage Business episode. I want to apologize a little bit because I know that Let's see, probably the most recent episodes have not been the most excellent in sound quality. And we've been in between a move and there's been issues with recording at a podcast studio, all of the wow, wow, woe is me. But anyways, I just wanted to apologize. I know that sometimes it's a little bit echoey. There might be some background noises, but doing what I can to get out some some good stuff to you. And Today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and probably because it's just had a huge impact in in my personal life and in my business life, is that of boundaries. And I don't know how long you've been listening to me here or how much you know about me, but I do have another podcast that I do with my husband where we talk about blended families. I am a mom. I am also a stepmom, and we've got four kids between the two of us. And I have mentioned it here a few times on some episodes. And the reason I'm mentioning it today is because I talk about this topic of boundaries a lot when it comes to co-parenting and step-parenting on our other podcast. And it's because it's so key to have any sort of success. And it's really important whether it involves your personal life and or your business. And when I mentioned this to people about having boundaries in their life, sometimes they The reaction I get is a smile and then this like, "Eh, but you don't understand. I can't really do that in my particular situation. And it's kind of a common response actually when when I tell people like, why don't you just insert this type of boundary? What if you just said no to this anymore? It really kind of jogs people. And and I get it because we become so accustomed to things that we accept in our life, things that we do in our life. And in implementing some type of a boundary can feel uncomfortable. And sometimes people feel like if I do that, then I'm kind of being hardcore. Maybe I think I'm being a little bit mean or I'm being selfish. And my hope with today's episode is that you will walk away realizing how important it is to have boundaries in your life. And you'll actually walk away with a plan to implement them into your life. You may already have some, or you may think you have some, or you may be listening because maybe they're not strong enough. And you might not even be sticking with some boundaries that you did make. So by the end of this episode, hopefully you're realizing whether you actually have enough boundaries and if those boundaries are even working for you. So let's let's discover today the answer to those questions and most importantly, how it's going to contribute hugely to your success. A lot of us have been brought to a certain point of frustration, anger, or overwhelm, some type of stress that is so intense that we will finally say, I need to put an end to this. In my brain, it will say, I need boundaries here. And we might start with with some boundaries or some rules for ourselves that we put into place. 
But then as things smooth over and things get better, we kind of loosen that grip a little bit and say, ah, maybe I don't need to be so firm on that. But when your happy place and your peace and your mode of like, I'm being productive and I'm feeling so good, when those feelings get disrupted, you'll then remember again why you had those things in place. And, and it's really important. And it will remind you why you need to stick firm with those boundaries. So before I, I share how I came up or come up with boundaries in my personal life and in my business, I I want to cover the areas in your life where you can see how having boundaries can really improve certain areas of your life. I'm going to start with the personal stuff. I know we talk a lot about business here, but your your personal life and how you feel personally definitely affects your your business and your performance in business. So let's think about some some areas in the personal life. An answer, you know, in your in your mind or out loud if you're driving in the car, wherever you are, just answer these questions to yourself. Would setting boundaries improve your romantic relationship? What about setting boundaries for the relationship with your kids or other family members? What about your health? Would setting boundaries in certain areas improve your health? What about the way you eat, the way you sleep, the way you exercise? What about your faith and spirituality? Would setting certain boundaries in your life improve those areas? What about your mental health? So just think about those questions and could those areas of your life be improved if you had certain boundaries? I'll go into some more examples there, but just just think about that. What are the things that you're allowing into your life that are actually affecting the quality of those relationships with yourself, with your health, romantic, family. And now let's look at your professional life. Would implementing boundaries improve your ability to achieve business goals? Would it allow your business to grow? Would implementing boundaries allow you to be more present? Would boundaries allow you to be more productive and effective. So I want to share with you why boundaries helped in all of these areas in my life. And, and maybe you'll steal from that and say, Ooh, I need that one. Or maybe it will spark an idea for you or a realization of something in your life that needs to be changed and could positively be changed by implementing boundaries. So being in a blended family, Mike, my husband, and I definitely have a lot of distractions that can get in the way of our quality time together. So implementing boundaries has allowed us to protect that time together so that no matter how busy things get, we know who and what to say no to and keep each other the priority, which for us is the most important thing because without keeping us as the priority in our family, we can't really steer the ship as, as effectively and as, as powerfully as we can. We need to be good in order to do that. And so there are distractions when it comes to ex-partners say, or when it comes to co-parenting or the rules with our teenagers, because right now we have four teens right now. So what are the things that we need to do to 
protect us and our family time as well. I have boundaries when it comes to my exercise routine, my sleep, other things related to my health. And there are things that I will not let interfere with that because when I do, I pay for it. I'm definitely not the happiest camper when my sleep is messed with. I need to get a certain amount of sleep. Or if I don't work out, I am not as peppy or as as productive during the day. I need to get those endorphins in for my mental health and for my performance with work. Those things are critical for me, and I know that, and so I have boundaries in place to protect them. So if somebody is trying to do something at a certain time of day and it affects my workout time, I'm sorry, I can't do it. It is blocked out. I've even put boundaries in place when it comes to treating myself and my self-care, whether it's meditation or something like getting a mani-pedi or getting my hair done. If I have that appointment booked for myself, I'm not going to change it unless there's an emergency. I'm not going to change it. I'm going to make sure that it happens. Even if somebody else is begging for a meeting or that time, if it's not an emergency, I'm going to have to say, sorry, it has to be at a different time. And here's my calendar for you to find another time. It's just how it goes. I protect those things. Those are important boundaries for me. When it comes to my business, I've put boundaries in place to make sure that my focus time is not interfered with. So there are things that you can call me about and I will answer during certain times of the day. And there are things that you probably should go to my COO or project manager who will handle that for you. If you want to get an answer, that's who you should go to. Those are the things that they will handle. And there are certain things that I will handle. These type things have made me more effective in less time, and they've made a huge impact on the growth of my business. And I'd like to say this to you. I wish I could say that I've maintained perfection when it comes to these boundaries, but I haven't. And I think I do a pretty good job, but I definitely haven't maintained perfection on it. And when I find myself in a state of overwhelm or frustration, I know that I'm not sticking with certain boundaries. It is the wake up call of, "Hmm, let's go back to that. And it's a horrible feeling. I hate that feeling because in order to do the things that I want to do and accomplish the goals that I have, I need to be present and I need to be energetic And I think it's, you all know this, when you're overwhelmed, you are anything but those two things. You feel exhausted. And I know that when I feel exhausted or overwhelmed, I am not sticking to those boundaries and to those things that I've once put in place. Everyone's going to be different in terms of what kinds of boundaries they need. You are going to have different boundaries than I need. And you're going to have different areas in life where you might need to have more boundaries or less boundaries. And you're also going to know what's really important to you. The things that I listed above are things that are super, super important to me. 
my relationship with my husband is a priority. And so I will put in play boundaries that will protect that relationship. My relationship with, with my family and my kids are super important. So I have things in place to protect that. My productivity at work and achieving goals, my business is like, I'm obsessed with it. So I definitely have priorities there and I need boundaries to make sure that I get the things done that I want to get done. So there are different levels of importance and and only we as individuals can determine what those important areas of our life are. And there are specific boundaries that you can place that are really based on, on time. And then there's also boundaries that come to what you will welcome or engage with in your life and what you won't. And both of those things are extremely important. So let's first talk about time. I happen to be somebody who loves having a schedule and I I schedule just about everything. And, And everyone is different in how they do this. But the best thing for me is that I first write down all of the things that I need to do for myself first so that I can show up fresh, present, and and ready to take action and to kick butt. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what what are the things that I know that I need to show up for? So for me, those things that I schedule out in order for me to show up fresh are my workouts and my me time, my meditation, and yes, even getting those mani-pedis, getting my hair done, the things that make me feel rejuvenated and good. So I will schedule those things out on my calendar and those are done. You're not interfering with them. Then there is the time with, okay, I, I need to have this time with my family. I need to have this time with my husband. I make sure that all those things are in the calendar. And these are things that honestly, I will block off way in advance. Sometimes they are, they're monthly, they're weekly, or they're quarterly. There's things like for myself, me time is creating a vivid vision for my year ahead or mapping out what are my goals for, for the quarter, things like that. I will have in my schedule and I will not budge on those. And the reason I'm telling you this now is because I do this before I block out meetings. I make sure that this stuff is blocked off so that if somebody tries to book some time with me, it is blocked off. It is unavailable because those are priorities for me. Because without those things getting done, I'm not going to even be good in a meeting. I'm not going to be good at the other things related to work or performance. I need to have those things scheduled. So they're just marked as unavailable times on my computer. So then what I do is I'll open up times that are free to schedule with fun things like friends. Then when somebody asks if I can do something, I can look and go, well, that's open as free fun time. So yes, I can go ahead and schedule some time there, but those are blocked out as well. Here's going to be my free time. I'm done after five o'clock or I'm done after six o'clock on Tuesdays, whatever that is. I have that time that is just fun, free time. And then I can choose if I'm going to put in there something fun with friends or just some downtime with my husband or just some, I need to sit on the couch and watch a movie and do nothing. It's blocked out. Can't interfere with it. 
Same thing when my kids have activities that I want to be there for. Those are blocked as unavailable. So I'll also then have hours blocked for projects. And this is where I will put my phone on do not disturb and I just focus. So maybe I want to have three hours blocked to work on a certain project that's going to move the needle in my business, something that I want to get done. Now, if I just had it as open as, well, that day doesn't look too busy. I only have two meetings and this appointment. So I'll just go ahead and work around it and work on this project. I can tell you right now that stuff does not get done because then it turns into me looking at social media or getting involved in other emails and it's just not focused. When I actually block out the time for a project, and this is the time that I have to focus on it, so much will get done in that short period of time. Instead of giving myself the whole entire day to do that, I will block out a certain amount of time. And that is a law. I think it's Parkinson's law, maybe that where you, if you give yourself the short, you know, a whole day to do something, you'll take the whole day. If you give yourself three hours to do something, you'll get it done in that three hours. And so that's what I do. And I do that with emails. I have a certain amount of time. Okay. I'm going to answer emails during this period of time. Now, I definitely check my email during the day. If I'm on a break, I'll look and I'll say, okay, that one I need to get back to. If I'm in the waiting room somewhere, there are definitely times I'm checking throughout. But in terms of focus, like I'm going to focus on answering emails and getting back to these people during this period of time, that's, that's when I do it. I won't do it when I have something else going on, like a project that I need to focus on. So I'm really anal about blocking out that time. And that's just, that literally came because I would start to get super overwhelmed and not have any boundaries in place in terms of getting things that were important to me done. I found myself getting overwhelmed and having too many things at the same time. And it was just, it was awful. So I had to block those times. You guys have heard me talk about elevator pitches a bunch on this show. Well, guess what? I want to help you with yours for free. So here's what I'm doing. I'm going live on Instagram every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. On this live discussion, I'll bring on some expert guests I've had in the past to talk about their elevator pitch. And I'll also be bringing on guests like you. What do you think? Would you like your elevator pitch reviewed and transformed? Here's what you need to do. Email us with your elevator pitch. Tell us what problem you solve, how you solve it, and how you make people's lives better. If yours is chosen to be live, we'll email you back and get you scheduled. Send it to teamatthedrawshop.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, back to the episode. Those are just examples of boundaries that I have placed that will protect my my time. Here are times when, when people can book meetings. Here are times that are free. Here are times with my family. Here are times for myself. Here are times to work on my projects. All of those things are super important to me and keep me being productive and present and focused. Like I said earlier, am I perfect at that all the time? No, because sometimes travel comes up. Sometimes emergencies come up. There are so many different things that come up in life. But for the most part, I do stick with that and it is how I stay organized. And I could probably do a whole nother episode on how I even outline that out, how I weekly and monthly outline, like what is this month going to look like? What is this week going to look like? I even have my kids doing that now and I've got some really great tools to do that, but that's a whole nother episode. 
I really want to focus on the boundaries and how to protect your time so that things don't interfere with it so that you don't have moments like I have gotten and will still sometimes get when I allow other things to come in. Oh my gosh, my phone wasn't on do not disturb. And now I'm find myself, ex, you know, accepting all of these text messages, getting into conversations. And the next thing, you know, an hour and a half has gone by and I was supposed to be focused on a project. And then who do I get mad at? It's myself. It's nobody else's fault. It's myself. And so I have to honor those boundaries that I put in place so that those things get done. So those are the things to protect my time. Now, there are also the things that will protect my brain and what goes inside of my brain. And I was saying earlier, there are things that you can welcome or not welcome, things that you will engage with or not engage with. So what I mean is, you know, we have we have so much, let's use social media as an example. We have so much social media going on and we have, you know, this easy access on our phones all of the time. So if you're looking at things on your phone, there are things that will make you feel inspired and excited. There are things that will touch your heart, but then there are things that will really trigger some icky emotions. So that to me was a wake up call of where to implement boundaries in terms of what gets to go inside of my head. What am I going to allow into my brain? And I really started to protect what gets to go into my brain. And there are certain things that I just will not watch. There are people that I've had to mute on social media or set my settings so that I don't see so much of their posts, not because I don't love them, but because maybe with all that's going on in the world, things can get really intense and I can get sucked into reading these conversations and threads and arguments about what's going on in our world, what's going on with our country, what's happening in politics. And you can get really fired up and get upset about it. And all of a sudden you're getting worked up because you're seeing friends fighting or differences of opinion leading to really mean words. And whatever it is, it's it's easily to just get, it's like that train wreck. You've just got to keep reading and you get sucked in. And again, before you know it, you're all heated up and that thing that you were supposed to be working on is not getting worked on because you're feeling all fired up and not in a good way. And that can be super draining. And for me, it it ends up being something that is not good for me. And I had to look at it and go, is this adding anything good to my life right now? So I had to put a boundary on that. Sometimes it means maybe blocking certain accounts that you don't want to see so you're not tempted to see it, whatever you have to do to protect that mental space of yours. And I've definitely done that. When it comes to things like watching YouTube, I'm protective about what that information gets to be. And that's just for me. I know I know that I'm sensitive to certain things and I know that I'm way more productive and a better person when my brain is filled with the right things for me to feel productive and energetic and loving and all those good things. So this, this included me also putting my phone away at certain times and just having a break from technology as a whole. 
the whole point of this is really being mindful of what you will welcome and engage with or not engage with, because it's, it's very easy for people to get worked up about things like maybe a negative comment on social media, or maybe an unhappy customer. Things like that happen in our, in our business and in our world, right? If you're on social media, somebody might give you a negative review. And even if you have a hundred good ones, that one negative one can get you all worked up and you might see it, but choose how you're going to engage with that beyond the business part of it. Do you know what I mean? So if you've got an unhappy customer, how worked up are you going to get about it? What level are you going to go to beyond just the business part of it? Do you really need to go there? And a really great boundary that I put in place years ago, and this is on a personal level, but I I want you to to see how, how you can engage or disengage, but a really great boundary that I put into place many years ago because of my divorce and being part of a blended family and and the different situations that that we encountered was to not engage in anything that wasn't related to the quote unquote business of my kids. And so what I've been talking about is, you know, when I said to my husband, here are some boundaries that we need to have in place to protect the peace of our relationship and our family. And a big thing there was not getting emotional when it came to co-parenting and things that can happen when it comes to co-parenting and how things can get heated. If we can strictly create a boundary where we are only communicating based on the business of kids and what needs to happen in order to keep the kids happy and healthy and, and good in their life, then let's keep the conversation just to that. And and that was a, a huge thing. Again, getting personal here, but We really thought about, you know, what are the things that we are going to engage with that actually move the needle for our family and for our growth as human beings. So if you can think about that when it comes to you as a person and in your business, if something isn't moving the needle in your business or your growth as a human, then ask yourself if you really need to engage in it or say yes to it. This is also a lot of people will ask you, hey, can I talk to you? and take you out for a coffee to talk to you about your business and how you did X, Y, or Z. Now, if it's a really good friend or whatever, and it actually fuels you and you're excited to help, do it. But if it's something that you're like, I really actually have so many other things that I need to be doing, but I just don't want to be rude and uh, and you're struggling, it's okay to say no. Because chances are, if you're not all in it and not excited about it, you're probably not even going to offer really valuable information. And instead you're just going to feel frustrated and it's going to deplete you in other areas of your life. So have a boundary of where you're going to spend your time and, and who, who you want to help and why is it really going to help you move the needle in your bigger picture of things that you want to do? Cause I'm pretty sure that you don't want to live your life. That's being dictated by somebody else, right? I mean, then, then you feel like your life is is not your own. And it's really important that you are feeling confident in, in the things that you say yes to and no to. Oh my gosh. I am so, I'm so guilty of this. I'm so guilty. (laughs) So one thing I look at when I say yes to something or do something that is probably outside my boundary is checking with my gut. So when I say yes to something, 
but then question it. I can feel it in my gut. And it's almost like an overwhelming exhaustion feeling of why did I say yes? And here's the thing. I've, I've probably said this before. I am a, I'm a total people pleaser. I definitely am. And it's hard for me to say no to things. I am feeling better about it and I've improved a ton, but I'm definitely a people pleaser and have been so guilty of saying yes to way too many things. And all that has done is harmed other people, other important relationships and other important business matters. So for one, one thing for me is I, I don't do one-on-one client work. My team handles working with our customers, but sometimes clients will have certain questions and I will find myself saying yes to something that I really don't have the bandwidth for. And this is something that's really important for you to look at. What's really, really important to you and what do you, what do you need to protect? So what are you saying yes to? Because guaranteed, and I'm sure you've heard this before, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. So look at those, look at those things when it comes to where you need to start saying no. And I'm like cringing as I say it, just because it's like uncomfortable. It is. It's uncomfortable for me to say no to somebody. I always feel uncomfortable, but it's far more uncomfortable to get off the phone or to have said yes to somebody and then realize, crap, now I can't do this other thing. Like I literally just put something that was important to me aside because I wanted to please somebody else. When ultimately at the end of the day, I would have been a better friend or a better partner, a better leader had I just said no. So just just think about that. Where are you saying yes too much? And at the end of the day, make a list of the things that are so important to you and that you want to protect. As I said earlier, for me, it is it is the relationship with my husband, it is the relationship with my family. It is things like my time to myself when I can work out and not be bothered with it, with anything else. It's just that time to me. Those are super critical things for me. Now, when you start to do this and you start to make a list of what those things are that are important to you and where you may need to implement boundaries, it might feel awkward. It might feel weird. The other thing is that once you actually start to implement them, you might not get positive responses. In fact, you're definitely going to get some negative responses from certain people in your life, and which is probably the reason that you didn't actually implement some of those boundaries to begin with, because you kind of knew that that's how that person would react. And they're not going to be nice about it. And that's okay. Because again, this is your life that you're living you don't really want to be living a life that is dictated by what somebody else thinks you should be doing. Your life is yours, not somebody else's. And I have been so guilty of saying yes to so many people because I don't want to hurt feelings. And what you really do is say no to yourself. And oftentimes all of those things that I mentioned earlier that are so important I say no to all of those. It means saying yes to that person meant I just said no to my husband. I just said no to my kids. I just said no to my workout time. I just said no to my business. 
So think about that next time you say yes to something that you know in your gut you shouldn't have. And, you know, while I may love a friend very dearly, if a certain event interferes with with my boundaries or the time that I have blocked for the things that really are important to me, it doesn't matter if they are important to that person or not. It matters if they are important to me. It matters if they are important to you. When you set these, it matters what is important to you, not to them, not to the person that's asking something of you. It matters what is important to you. And if you have to say no, it is okay. Because in order to be the very best version of you, you have to make sure that you keep those things that are important to you a priority. Either way, you're going to be uncomfortable. So you might as well be uncomfortable for a good reason, yourself and your priorities. And obviously, if it's something that's worth switching up, like something in your life, an emergency or something really cool happens, like, oh my gosh, I just got you surprise tickets to this concert that I know you've been wanting to go to, well, then maybe you can like switch out your workout time or say, hey, honey, I'm so sorry. Like this concert's kind of a once in a lifetime thing. I'm not going to be able to go to your soccer game. It's okay. Like that, those kind of things happen. I'm not trying to be like, you should be a super, super stickler, but try to be like pretty firm in, in those things that are important to you. So now the exercise that you can do is to write these things down. What are the things that are important to you? And what are things that you need to put in place to make sure that those things are protected? So is it that you need to go to bed by nine o'clock because you know that you have to get up at 5 a.m. every morning and you need quality sleep? Or is it that you need one night alone to yourself to take a really long bath and watch Netflix? Or is it that you need to block off certain times every morning or in the afternoon for your workouts? Is it that you need a 30-minute walk outdoors every day because it just feels good for your soul? Is it that you need meditation time? Or maybe it's that you really don't like having to do emails and phone calls. And so the only time you're going to do it is between nine and 1030 every day. It's blocked out for that. Beyond that, you're not doing it. Or maybe it's, I don't want to have to deal with any kind of stress or anybody reaching out to me for anything. And so I turn my phone off at seven o'clock every night. What are the things that you need to do? It might be something like those things I mentioned. It might be none of those. You know what those things are. And by the way, in case I didn't say it yet, you can say no and be kind about it. I'm saying this as much for myself as I am for you because it's definitely a challenge for me. It's still a challenge for me daily, even as even, even as I keep putting boundaries in place or practice the boundaries that I have. When you really look at those around you and those that you look up to, I bet that you would see that they say no to an awful lot and that they're probably spending time doing things that they really want to be doing. So look at the people that you admire. Are they saying yes to everything? And when they say no, are they being a jerk about it? Probably not. 
they're saying no, but they're saying it in a very kind way. It's not that they're being rude at all. They, they, they're being kind. It's just, no, I can't do this right now, but here's what I can do. And maybe it's something that doesn't really rob from their time, but just think about those people and ask yourself if they're saying yes to everyone. And I bet you they're not. I bet you anything they're not. <laughs> so know, know what's important to you. Write out the boundaries that you need to keep them important. And here's what I can say. Once you do this, you will absolutely find that you are breathing better, that you're feeling more fulfilled, you're more productive and creative than ever. And you'll notice that when you don't respect those boundaries for yourself, you'll feel it. You'll start to feel that frustration or overwhelm or Ugh, something is off. And I, I don't feel like I accomplished as much. You will feel it. But when you stick with them, it's such, it's like you feel in control. You feel like you're living life on your terms. It's awesome. So my wish for you is that you will have these boundaries. You will be clear on these boundaries. You will implement these boundaries in all the important areas of your life that are important to you and that it will be as life-changing for you as it has been for me. Have a most beautiful day and I'll see you next time. Real quick before I go, have you left me a rating and a review yet? I want to make sure that I keep bringing you more of the topics you want to hear. So will you do me a favor and head on over to wherever you're listening on this podcast and let me know what you thought about this episode. Just scroll to the bottom, click on how many stars, five would be amazing, and then click write a review. Oh, and when you do, you'll be entered to win a $500 gift card to the draw shop that I will choose on the first Monday of every month.